Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Well Now What podcast. I'm your host, Savannah. I'm joined with Jordan here. He is now kind of a low-key co-host. I'm doing something really different this week. I was feeling a little bit in a creative rut with the podcast. I love the interviews, but it's really time consuming to schedule um, and to get the questions ready. Like I'll still continue doing those, but I really want to push myself creatively. Um, And I was really inspired by a podcast I like listening to. It's called The Daily Health Code, um, and it's with the influencer Sarah's Day. So you might have seen her on YouTube. She's very much into like fitness and wellness. And her and her husband, they do daily podcasts. They're usually pretty short, like five to 10 minutes each. They talk about topics that are all within the wellness space, which is things that they're really interested in. Like last week, it was about a vacuum she really loved. I know it sounds boring, but their banter and their conversation is so good that you want to listen to it. Also, you love vacuuming. So I also love vacuuming. So obviously, yeah. I listen to it. Um, Dyson sponsor us. <laughs> I'm like going for like the big boys. I'm like, not even Dyson. like Dyson come sponsor us. Samsung. <laughs> and I was like, I want to do this. I want to start by topics that are really interesting to me. And Jordan will be joining as much as he wants to. Um, we kind of was bra- we were brainstorming a couple ideas. So I want to post five episodes per week, the next two weeks. So that's 10 episodes. You're going to be hearing a lot of us. Um, but we're just topics that are really interesting or stories about actors that you've never heard about um, that mm. we recently came about. So today's episode is about bagels because bagels. we freaking love bagels. And I know people say it differently. Bagels? Bagels. Bagels or bagels? Bagels. Uh, ba- yeah. There we go. That Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we did try this before and Jordan was like, oh, it's People say bagels or sometimes they say bagels. I was like, that sounded the exact same. So I think we got it now. It sounds different. So yeah, today's all about bagels and their history about it. And we love bagels so much. And Jordan had told me a couple months ago, like, oh, did you know they, this is how they were made? And I was like, oh my God, no idea. So I'm like, let's dive into it. Let's make an episode all about them. First of all, we wanted to talk about what kind of bagels we love and the best bagels that we think in Vancouver Obviously, in Canada, probably the best bagels are probably in Montreal. Montreal, yeah. Obviously, if you've had them, so maybe good. in the world, Montreal might be might have the best bagel. It's so in the world. good. So yeah. there's Saint Vietard, I think, and then I think it's Mont Royal bagels. I, I think yeah. those two are really good. Um, but here we really like Siegel's bagels, and which we just got them this morning, just for this episode because we wanted to feel inspired in yeah. the bagel mood. Um, Solly's Bakery, and then Rosemary Rock Salt. I'm never not in a bagel mood. I know. So that's the thing. That's why I really wanted to create an episode because I could be a little bit controversial and pick a topic where there's maybe specific listeners want to listen to, but no one hates bagels. I think universally bagels are like the one thing that no one can like hate. I know. And if you're listening to this, then you like bagels. Yeah. Why would you listen? Why would you click on the? I know. Yeah. It's better than toast. It is. So yeah. I love sandwiches. We love sandwiches. We make sandwich reviews on TikTok. But my love for bagels is superior over sandwiches, which is saying a lot. I'd agree. But that's the thing. Is it still considered a bagel sandwich or is it considered a bagel when you put like toppings? That's on it? that's the big debate. So yeah. if I'm having a bagel or sorry, a rounded bread with cream cheese. Yeah. We still call that a bagel. Yeah. But if there's egg, tomato, cheese, whatever, lettuce, cheese, cheese, I'd still consider that a bagel. I would call it a bagel. What if, so if it's just a spread, yeah, the bag, like the bread with just butter, that's still a bagel. That's a bagel. 
and we have toppings on it. Is it not a sandwich? Those What's are... the definition of the sandwich? It's two pieces of bread and toppings in between. Yeah. So I guess by definition, it's a sandwich, but I'd still call it a bagel. Right. Because of the bread. Like even t- today, this morning, we were like, let's go get a bagel from Seagulls. True. When we know we're catching all them toppings. I know. Yeah. I know. I love pumpernickel. That's probably unpopular. I do like rosemary rock salt, but pumpernickel to me is just hits the spot hits the spot it's like rich a little denser dense yeah yeah what about you i'm a big rosemary rock salt guy i'm not gonna lie i also like a good sesame bagel Mm. nothing beats yeah like get all those sesames up in my yes up in my my teeth teeth. yes the rosemary rock salt bagels with the montreal smoked meat Mm. they actually on saturdays um i know in lawnsdale i don't know if they do other locations but they make their rainbow bagels where's this rosemary rock salt up oh like the oh it's yeah, like yeah. literally a rainbow bagel but they only make it a specific day god damn and i got really excited so if you're flying to within canada oh from where we are there's this market i won't shut up about it and they source all like the best local products and then they sell them there so for example coffee is parallel 49 bagels rosemary rock salt so you can make your own bagel and they have all of them there smoked meat eggs we're talking everything yeah and they have pastries from like the best bakers in vancouver it's just like the best thing so when we we're flying out i saw it and we got a freaking bagel it was hilarious because we ate at like five in the morning yes. we were there so early yes. but the bagels were there and we we're like we can't i not. just always on a bagel also yeah. before we get into the history of it i've noticed that if you're like oh what are you doing today i'm like oh i'm getting a bagel everyone's like oh i really i love bagels yeah, i want a bagel yeah yeah so if you ask a friend if you're or maybe a good a date idea Instead of bagels. going for coffee, you want to be like, do you want to get a bagel? Yeah, that's kind of sweet. Unless you're celiac, maybe there's, <laughs> that's the only like issue is that people wouldn't like ba- bagels. Or, like, the, gluten-free. There's gluten-free bagels. There is. Maybe not a Sully's, but you'd have to go to like a gluten-free. Yeah. Okay, we'll get into the history of it. And we're sourcing from different articles. So don't hate us. We're not bagel specialists um, or history buffs. Or we're bagel beginners, I would say. Bagel beginners. Yeah. I want to start with a definition of a bagel. Yeah. Okay. So Ed Levine. Wait, 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 before we get into this, what is your definition of a bagel? I would say it's um, a round piece of bread. Okay. So there's a circle in between mm-hmm. both pieces of bread. So there's two that divide. So okay. You split up in two. Okay. And it's dough-like, but it's not too thick and not too thin. Mm-hmm. It's not like a thin piece of toast, but they're definitely like a bagel needs to have a circular hole in between it. Okay. And it's usually boiled. Right. And yeah. then baked. Yeah. Boiled and baked. I don't know if that's, that's pretty yeah. good. No, that's pretty okay. good. Yeah. So the average, not the average, the actual definition is a bagel is a round bread made of simple, elegant ingredients, high gluten, flour, salt, water, yeast, and malt. Its dough is boiled then baked and the result should be a rich caramel color. It should not be pale and blonde. A bagel should weigh four ounces or less and should make a slight cracking sound when mm. you bite into it instead of a whoosh. <laughs> A bagel should be eaten warm and ideally should be no more than four or five hours when consumed. Four or five hours old, not you taking four yeah, five hours to eat it. <laughs> I mean, that's a little weird. Little crumbs. Yeah. Yeah. No one wants a stale bagel. No. Shit's kind of nasty. But also if you buy a pack of like six, 12 bagels, you got to consume that quickly. You need to yeah. eat that with your family. Okay. This may be a like a controversial opinion. I hate people that freeze their bread. I'm just that type of guy. Get through a loaf as quick as possible. I think re like defrosted bread is like one of the, I don't know why, but it bothers me. Okay. So, I mean, I understand obviously the smell of a fresh loaf is great, Yeah. but I have 
done this before with bagels. So the Montreal bagels we know are just amazing. You can't get them anywhere else. I've had them there. I've had family members bring back the bagels from Montreal to Vancouver frozen. Yeah. And I've had them and they were great. Obviously it's not like, Ooh, fresh out of the oven, but I would do that for that bagel. Yeah. Yeah. So for some reason to me, it's not an ick on a person that freezes their bread. It's just more like seeing a loaf of bread in the freezer is just an ick. I just don't like that. I get it. I understand. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Not on anyone else. Like it's not on the person that's freezing the bread. Yeah. It's just like on the bread. So Jordan's saying if you freeze your bread, he hates you. I hate you. That's pretty yeah. much what he's saying. That's completely it. So the history of the bagel is that the bread thread that pulls through hard times, dreams, vision, organizational development, good luck, and good food. Woo! And you'll learn why this bagel bread is so special so the bagels known history goes back at least six centuries and probably probably goes more than that while we all know them here and now of the 21st century america the bagels likely rolled to the world probably began in poland and there's a woman that wrote a book literally all about bagels Mm. so she shares a couple of her theories of where their origin came from her name is maria balinska she suggests that the possibility that they came east to Poland from Germany as part of a migration flow during the 14th century. At the time, pretzels, so like the German kind, not the American pretzels you get at the mall, um, were making their way out of their original home in the monasteries and being made into readily available feast day bread. German immigrants brought to Poland to help provide people power for building the economy, brought the pretzels with them. In Poland, the theory goes that German breads morphed into a round roll with a hole in the middle that came to be known in Poland I'm sorry, I'm probably going to butcher this. We're both going to butcher this, as in Ob Warzenak. Ob Warzenak. Written records of them appear as early as the 14th century. God damn. So they gained ground when the Queen Jadwiga, known for her charity and pity, opted to eat Ob Warzenak during Lent in lieu of the more richy flavored breads and pastries she enjoyed the rest of the year. While that might seem like quite a step in the context of Mary Antoinette's later Let Them Eat Cake comments, although Jadwiga was apparently pretty down to earth as queens go, Borzanak at the time wasn't exactly the kind of inexpensive street food that bagels became a few centuries later. So the bagel was like, like well-revered. Bagels used to be expensive back in the day, which is like pretty interesting. Um, And then this brings into religion. Um, Lent then is now... Uh, then as now was, of course, a period during which devout Christians consciously chose deprivation. Constitutes deprivation is relative. What the queen chose for her daily bread was at the time actually rather costly, as it was made from wheat, which was not cheap. Most Poles as that time could afford, could barely afford the cheaper, coarser breads from rye flour, so white wheat was pretty much off the table for all but the wealthy. Aborzenak was primarily the province of princes, nobles, and men and women of means, but generally not for the poor. Mm. So we have good taste if we're eating bagels. 100%. I'm bougie. Still, one other version dates for the first bagel to the late 17th century in Austria, saying that bagels were invented in 1683 by a Viennese baker trying to pay tribute to the king of Poland. The king had led Austria and repelling invading Turkish armies. Given that the king was famous for his love of horses, the baker decided to shape his dough into a circle that looked like a stirrup, or bugle in German. Stirrup is like when you're about to get on the horse, the little step. It's like step. that footstep. Yeah. Yes. Um, did we Google that before? Yes. No, we are horse experts. Oh, Not bagel experts, but we are horse experts. I'm a horse girl. And this is where the history of how Jewish people start to have bagels into their culture. Um, So going back a bit at the same time, Germans were making their way to Poland. 
so too were good numbers of Jews. Um, and in that era, it was quite common in Poland for Jews to be prohibited from baking bread. And that stemmed from the belief that Jews were views, viewed as enemies from the church, should be denied any bread at all because of the holy Christian connection between bread, Jesus, and the sacrament. Um, even though it's, it's it sounds very strange now, Jews were often legally banned from commercial baking. That's fucking brutal. Which is fucking crazy. Yeah. So the bagel as Jewish food really came of the age during the era of Polish history known as nobles democracy. While intolerance and conflict reigned elsewhere, Poland was probably the most preeminent country for tolerance, acceptance, and education. Unlike almost every other country in Europe, Poles identified themselves as citizens of their country rather than any divisive framework based on religion, ethnic, or linguistic origins. So this mindset created an environment where Jews were able to you know, bake and then sell bread. And then bagels was a huge part of that. Yeah. Now, today, as we know, like bagels, especially in Canada, we, as we were saying, like Montreal is kind of what we as Canadians like signifies the Mecca of bagels. Now, Americans, on the other hand, would assume that New York is kind of the capital of the bagel land. Um, It's interesting because both bagels are actually very different, but they originate and are made predominantly by uh, Jewish people. And what's interesting is why they actually vary in like shape and form and how they're made. So in Montreal, um, mostly if you walk into a bagel shop, almost all the bagels are going to be handmade. Um, And this is kind of like the passed down Jewish way. Everything is rolled by hand and it's thrown um, not baked in an oven, but it's actually baked by like wood fire. Shit is hot. Uh, but before baking, they usually put it into a sweet solution. But in the US, in New York, most of the bagels um, are put into a boiling solution with baking soda, which is pretty interesting. Also, they're much bigger, like they're much larger and airy, and it almost looks like a loaf of bread with a hole in it. So, why? I know you learned this in culinary school, but why the hole? Is the big question. Well, why um, the hole, Jordan? Why the hole? It's a great question, Savannah Locke. Well, the hole originated from how they're getting the dough out of the boiling water and two, um, taste and texture. Like the the massive the massive thing with taste and texture with the bagel is that it's like all caramelized all around. Um, with a loaf of bread, you're not guess not necessarily getting like a full caramelization throughout, but if you look at a bagel that's circular, you're getting caramelization like all 360. It's pretty sweet. And that's why you're also boiling it and that like, and you're flipping it when you're, unlike bread, uh, which you don't flip, a bagel, especially in traditional like Jewish bagels, you're flipping it mid-bake. And so having that whole caramelizes it all evenly like throughout the bake. So it's pretty cool. Pretty interesting. Very interesting. I also have, Another fact of why back in the day they thought bagels were like it was good luck. Okay. So, so the first written rec- records of bagels was in 1610. Um, they showed up then in the community regulations of the Polish city, which dictated that bagels were to be given as a gift to women after childbirth. Hmm. So after someone has a baby, here's a bagel. Here's a bagel. And back in medieval Poland, the round shape led to the belief that bagels had magical powers. I agree. Like the loaves of challah that they do eat, um, and it symbolizes a full and complete year to come, the round shape of the bagel was believed to bring good luck in childbirth and to symbolize long life. So, Because it's like infinity almost. Yes. Wow. 
So I, I guess now if we can translate this to today's time, you can give it to, you know, a woman after she gives childbirth, but mm. I think it's just good luck in general. I would say have a damn bagel. Have a damn bagel and give a friend a bagel. And give a friend a bagel and you'll be lucky forever. Yeah. And you'll have a really damn good day. Yeah. So that's today's episode on bagels. If you had a bagel after this, let us know. Send us pics of your bagels. We would love that. Is that what you to say? Send a pics of your bagels. Send us pics of your bagels. Get you bagel pics. 